0: We are stoked to tell you about our first sponsor, Anchor.
1: If you're like us and you want to start a podcast but have no idea where to start, listen up.
0: So when we first decided to start a podcast, we were looking for a way to put your brain on weird out to the most people um, without having to do the most work.
1: We are so happy that we found Anchor because they distribute our show to apps like Spotify and Apple Podcasts for us. This means that our listeners can find us wherever they already listen without having to download anything new.
0: Once you're ready to get going, just create an account and start recording. They have the tools you need to record and edit your podcast. You can even edit on the go from your phone.
1: Anchor has everything you could possibly want, including free transition sounds and photos that you can use to build your show. Not only that, but you can start making money as soon as you release your first episode. The best part is that all of this is free.
0: So, if you want to make a podcast, go to anchor.fm and get started today. That's A N C H O R.fm. By supporting them, you're supporting podcasts like us, too.
1: Your Brain on Weird is recorded in private homes in a state where marijuana is recreationally legal. This show's content is intended for adult audiences only. And welcome back to Your Brain on Weird. I'm Jess.
0: And I'm Sam.
1: And this is a podcast where we talk about weed and food. And we also talk about some things that make your brain weird and stuff, like ghosts and whatnot.
0: Yes, mainly ghosts.
1: Often it is ghosts. Also, conspiracies and cults. We did a cult yes. last time. And cryptids and... uh some cryptids that may be aliens and
0: <sighs> should have done an alien story this week. Damn. god, ah, fuck. Next time.
1: Ooh, next time. okay. Well, I'm I'm planning on doing a two-parter for my next one. So uh maybe I'll look for something along those lines. We'll see. I haven't decided.
0: Okay, okay, so. okay. That's exciting. Anyway. Hiya. How you doing? I'm perpetually exhausted. But Relatable. as we re we are recording this, it's the Tuesday before Thanksgiving in the United States. And it's a really big pastry holiday. And so I decided to run my own like Thanksgiving pre-order thing this year at my restaurant. And today I had to like execute it all and get everything ready for pickup tomorrow. And it went like really well, Yay! so I'm really proud of myself, yeah, like I mean, I was busy as shit all day from like seven a m when I got to work until four thirty four forty five when I left, so yeah. yeah, yeah, um, I had like a really fucking busy day,
1: <laughs> well. That's good. Yeah. That's good. You posted about it on Twitter, and Jeff and I were talking about how uh, how proud we were of you. So,
0: <laughs> yay! Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I was I was really proud, and I feel like I like made some like good product that I can be proud of. And uh, yeah, did you take part, pictures? I of didn't all take the stuff a you made? single fucking picture. Um, I know Jen oh. did though. So. Okay,
1: I was gonna say you need to start like making a portfolio of all these things.
0: Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, I feel like nothing I made was visually impressive or anything. Like, Ah, I wasn't making, like, super fancy fucking pies or anything. But I made, like, pumpkin pie. And we made, like, peanut butter chocolate mousse pie. And... I made like a couple different types of bread and English muffins and like dinner rolls and they were like pretty popular and we got way more orders than we thought we were going to, like at all. And nice, nice. We got nice, like nice, about nice. thirty people to order from us and it was really nice. So Hell yeah. I'm really proud of that. Yay. Yeah. That's I did not sick. drink a single fucking drop of water today. <laughs> oh no. However. Bro. Okay, so, well, do you I'll have just water now? Follow that. Up. I do. Okay, okay I do. Yeah. I got home. I chugged an entire bottle of water when I got home. But <laughs> while yeah. I was at work, I did not drink anything. Like my coworker made me lunch, and then I sat down and I shoved it in my face. And, and then you then I got back, back up. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I was like, I got, I got shit. I got better things to do right now. Fuck. than eat. Like, yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah,
1: that's the good thing about the fact that. I'm like a hospitality person.
0: Yeah, and like, like you I've know. done
1: retail. And like, you know, you've worked in restaurants, you've worked in bakeries. So I like understand when you explain that shit to me. I'm like, yeah, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, my Black Friday shift. Oh fuck. Shout out in advance to anybody who was working this Black Friday.
0: Oh shit, yeah. Oh, I guess you're not going to hear this buddies. until
1: afterwards. But if you worked this Black Friday, I thank hope you're you. okay. And thank you.
0: You are not paid enough. I promise.
1: You're not paid enough and you shouldn't be there.
0: Oh man, good thing I got fired from the smoke shop. Otherwise I would have had to work all day Black Friday.
1: Yeah. That's
0: the th- that's the thing I'm
1: saying, dude. I used to work midnight midnight to noon was my Black Friday shift. Bullshit. Which not only fucks up your Thanksgiving because you have to go to bed at like four PM in order to like get a solid like night's sleep before you have to get up at eleven to go to work or whatever. But then like you get out of work at noon. And then it's like, okay, you wanna your sleep schedule's just fucked. Is what it's I'm trying done. to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's good. That's good. I'm glad I don't have to either. I mean yeah. I'm still unemployed. But that's hell okay. Yeah. Hell yeah.
0: Fuck Thanksgiving though. Don't forget fuck Thanksgiving and also fuck Black Friday. And mm-hmm. if you go out to stores on Black Friday, I also hate you.
1: Yeah. If so. you if you went out to physically out to stores this year or if you didn't if you're not okay. If you're not shopping from small businesses this year for your Christmas gifts, um, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. Holy shit. Or if you're not making them yourself or, you know, something like we're in the middle of a pandemic, please just shop from small businesses. Like these big corporate companies don't need your money. They're doing great because we had to buy toilet paper and all of our necessities from them while we were stuck at home.
0: Yeah. Yeah definitely support small businesses if you can um places a lot of restaurants um, especially in my area have done shirts so like there's oh yeah check out your like favorite fave local place and see if they have any merch and like buy shirts and buy like travel mugs and like shit like that every little bit helps like is that
1: why i have so many shirts now I think that's why I have. I suddenly have so many shirts. I've just been buying everyone's shirts. Yep. Absolutely. Like, why do I have so many fucking t shirts? I love t shirts. I do too. I buy them like 16 sizes too big. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. wow. <sighs>
0: well, how are you doing?
1: <laughs> I'm pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I got like a really good night's sleep. I slept, I slept pretty late. And then, uh,. Jeff and I got up and had some errands to run. So we went and did that. And while we were running errands, we were right next to a place with a garden center. So I went there and I got some new plants. Hell yeah. So that was nice. And then we went to... Oh, okay. This is the this is the thing I was excited to, talk, to tell you about. Um, we went to Barnes & Noble because Jeff and I were like... Barnes, okay, Barnes & Noble is one of those things where it's like... It has nostalgic value. I feel like, yeah. I mean, I like. Go- I prefer to go into like the little local bookstores and stuff. Obviously, but Jeff and I were like, oh, let's just like go into Barnes and Noble and like walk around and like see what they have. And then um we were in there for like forty-five minutes, not even, not even like reading books. So we were talking to the cashier, and the cashier was like, yeah, people come in here and they just like stand and just read for hours. In- yeah, in the bookstore. Yeah. Um, and we weren't even doing that. We were just like there was so much stuff, and I was like, I was like, oh shit! And I'm like, I can't buy everything, so I was struggling with that first of all. But what I did end up with, I don't even want to tell you how much I spent. I'm probably going to pull some from the podcast budget. Um, but I think that you will you will be happy with what the result was. So my first one was uh life magazine world's most haunted places
0: oh my god you got it dude i have been eyeing that fucking magazine at the supermarket for like a month and a half and i'm like i can't justify spending like what is it like 20 dollars on it or something it was only 13 oh okay well it's more expensive at the supermarket which makes Uh. sense but um I was like I got a good deal on it then man I can't do that like fuck <laughs> yeah I mean I was I was just kind of like I'm gonna use it. I'm excited about that. I'm excited to read that yeah so this is all <laughs> stuff I was Great. gonna
1: say this is all stuff that after I'm done reading through it, I'm probably gonna pull some stuff for the podcast from it. after I'm done reading it all of these I have more uh, you are welcome to read them <laughs> uh, so the second one I got is secret societies the most mysterious <gasps> organizations. Oh! The life, one of that. I love that. They're hidden past. their remarkable present. So, anyone who's in a secret Luminati. society, I'm about to learn about it. haha uh-huh. Apparently. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and then, let's see. Oh, 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 oh. This one I'm stoked about. So, this is... I think this is... The Travel Channel put this out. But it is... Ghost Hunting, True Tales of the Paranormal. And it has Amy Bruni and Adam Barry. Wow. (laughs) Which I'm really excited about because I really like Amy and Adam. They do kindred spirits on Mm -hmm. the Travel Mm -hmm. Channel. So I'm excited to read that. And then I got The Truth Behind the Legends and Lore of Witches.
0: Oh, yeah. I've read that magazine. That one's good. Yeah. That one's good. I was stoked about it. Mm -hmm.
1: The back cover is also really
0: cool. Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: All right, and then this is the last one. I, of course, was in the magazine section. I would not be a stoner if I did not pick up a copy of High Times.
0: Yes! (laughs) So my
1: medication for today will be read to you from High Times. Mutant. Yeah, it says, mutant mutant weed. What is it? And how do we get some? Maybe that's what I'll read. I don't know. I hadn't picked you. So. Um, and then I also got myself a new copy of the Satanic Bible because my nice. current one is extremely worn. Not doing
0: yeah, good. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. I, like, yeah. went through and added a bunch of shit to my Amazon wishlist. And, like, I added, like, the Satanic Bible and the ritual book. And um, there was, like, another one that has, like, a pink cover. But it's, like, the Satanic Bible for witches or something like that i don't I know i know which one i know I which one you're talking
1: about i think it's it like the isn't it like satanic witch or something like that
0: it's something like that yeah yeah, yeah. i've been and wanting so that one for i a was while. like what
1: also barnes and noble's pricing is um better if not the same as amazon so if you're buying from amazon you might as well just buy it for Barnes and Noble. Yeah. Because I discovered that.
0: Also, that's where I got, like, the Demon Tarot set that I have and stuff. Nice, nice. Okay. Hmm. And they have a comprehensive uh, gaming section. So we get a, l- a lot of our D&D stuff.
1: They have a very, they have a big gaming section and they have a lot of, um, they have, like, a big metaphysical kind of, like, section. <laughs> I can't re- I think it's, like, self-healing or something like that. But they have like tarot cards and oracle cards and stuff like that. And they had a whole bunch of like books for like witches and stuff like that. I was standing in front of the the section with like all the books for witches and like the tarot cards and stuff, just like looking through being like, are there's like anybody's names that I know? And I was a little disappointed. Wow. I feel like Barnes and Noble needs to up their, um, their game.
0: Nothing makes sense.
1: True, true, true. All right. True. Oh, I have one more thing. Before I ask you to tell me a story. Yes. So I don't know if anybody else picked up on this, but the last episode, the one that we did with Jeff. Yes. Sam called me Sage. If anybody heard that. If you didn't, you can ignore it. But if you did, that is one of my nicknames. So you can choose to call me that, which I actually would prefer if you did. But yeah, if you heard Sam address me that way, they were talking to me. (laughs) I
0: don't know, man. It's just like,
1: dude, I'm I'm, I'm glad. I'm I am not I'm not like upset. I'm not going to okay, like correct okay. you on it or anything okay. like that. I'm not like yeah, I'm not like upset in any capacity because I was like because when you said it, I was like more excited that you would address Yay. me as sage than upset at the fact that I was going to have to address it now.
0: Okay, good. Cuz I was like I know we talk like we use our first names on this show. Yeah. But I almost exclusively call you by your last name. Yes. So but then I'm like, okay, but you changed your name recently and I'm like, it just doesn't feel right to call her Jessie anymore. It's not right, man. It's all the same to me.
1: It's all the same. <laughs> Although I do I do prefer one over the other. Yes. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. Um also my name on social media is Sage. So on Twitter yeah. if you see if you see the like podcast Twitter retweeting My Twitter. That's my Twitter.
0: Oh my god. I saw um, someone tweeted something about, I don't know, some witch shit, but the first word was sage. And so I went through the whole tweet and I thought it was about you. And I was like, (laughs) this doesn't make any sense and then i like went back and i was like oh they're talking about like the thing
1: <laughs> wasn't the one where it was like um shit i think i think i saw that one and it, it yeah. caught me off guard because the first word was sage yeah probably it's probably the same tweet oh it was like sage is not it was sage is not an adverb or sage is not a verb you cannot sage your house yes sage is not a verb which is true you can cleanse your house but you can't sage your house. But yeah, I'm pretty sage, sure that was the one because yeah. it was like, sage is not a verb. You cannot say that you can sage your house or whatever. And I think I saw that one. And, and for you're some... like,
0: yeah, you're right. And you're like, wait.
1: For some reason in my head, I'm thinking like, why are they talking about me? And then I'm like, of course they're not fucking talking about me.
0: You're right. Sage is not a
1: verb. It's
0: a fucking noun. Right in
1: front of my face. Just tag me. Come on.
0: <laughs> Just at me next time. Just okay. at
1: me next time. <laughs> If you're gonna talk about how I can't be cleansing your house,
0: <laughs>
1: that's what saging your house is. I come in, I run around, I smash some shit,
0: and then I leave. I great.
1: this glass. Bad. Fuck it. Nope. Bad vibes. I'm smashing it. Bringing
0: that metaphysical cat energy in there. Oh, true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like this cup here? <laughs> Floor.
1: <laughs> I also oh got God. a cut
0: on a really weird place on my hand.
1: Ooh. Oh, I don't like that.
0: It's a bad spot. Yeah. And then the finger pit between my thumb and my first pinker. My first pinker. Finger. The finger crotch. Finger crotch, yeah. Oh, it's in my finger crotch. <laughs> oh my god. We're losing him. What? We're losing him. Beep.
1: That's not That's not the machine. That's him. Beep. Beep. If you haven't picked up on it yet, we're quoting Bob's Burgers because we're obsessed. I'm sorry. I'm not. That's why I said a very
0: condescending... I'm sorry. I'm sad. Also, I know it's technically after Thanksgiving when this episode gets released, but <gasps> if you haven't watched Bob's Burgers, can you please go watch season four, episode five, mm-hmm. Dawn of the Peck? Mm-hmm. It is the single best bobs burgers oh, episode. Oh
1: my god, I think I might have to watch that tonight.
0: <laughs> We're done. Dude, you gotta. I've watched it like three times in the past week cuz I'm so hyped for Thanksgiving. Not even. I'm just hyped for that episode. <laughs> have you seen any of the new ones? I saw up to the Halloween
1: one. Okay. The 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 most recent one yeah. was really good, I think. Okay.
0: I was like a little disappointed by the first couple episodes of the season. Me too. Yeah. But the Halloween episode, I was like that was really fucking good. The, was like, really old, good. the, like, old lady. Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> so good. All right. Well. I have one more thing because I almost forgot to bring it up. And uh, I feel like I should. So <laughs> in my free time, my brain has been going full speed ahead because I haven't had anything else to think about. And uh, I decided that I wanted to make a podcast network for podcasts that are like ours. So I'm working on that. Um, by the time this episode is out, I'll probably be done with everything. So so we're part of a network now, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, what is the name of the network? <laughs> it is Moth Pit Podcast <laughs> Network. There's some inside joke there.
0: We just really like moths. Yes. That's basically yes. what it comes down to. Also,
1: if, if you are a member of the occult community, you will probably recognize moths' significance to people that are like us. If you don't, I recommend you look it up.
0: It's very cool. It's very cool.
1: Yes. Hashtag Team Moth.
0: Hashtag Team Moth.
1: So that's happening. Uh, And if you you like our show and you want others to listen to, just keep an eye out for that. And we'll be talking about it more.
0: Yeah. Yay! (laughs) Well, thank you for setting that up. I'm really excited to see where that goes.
1: You're welcome. I'm also very excited. We have a lot of friends that have some really good ideas. And some friends that have already released some really good content. And we're excited for you guys to get to know them as well as we do.
0: Yay! Yay. Oh, side note, um, is, like, Shane part of that yet?
1: I would love for him to be. I have not approached him about it. Okay. Shane is, you're talking about the Q-Files, right?
0: Yeah, Q-Files Okay. podcast is very good.
1: Yes, I would love for for them to be a part of this.
0: Shane, if you listen to our podcast... <laughs>
1: Yeah, Shane, Shane or Lori, if, yeah, on the off chance you listen, I will eventually be reaching out to you. I just haven't worked up the guts to do so yet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Uh, But yeah, I've got, so I've got the list, the list (laughs) of people who are definitely going to be on it going. And then I have a separate list that is, you know, prospective podcasts, podcasts
0: that we hope to one day have on the network that would be so cool that would be really good i was like i don't know if he knows but he's in our niche yes absolutely 100
1: percent. so if you if you haven't if you listen to our show and you haven't listened to the cute files yet that is a show that i really recommend that you go and listen to shane and laurie are um really amazing they have a really unique way of investigating so
0: all right so jealous anyways that was great. Same. So lots of stuff to look forward to.
1: Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. Long intro 4.20.
0: Yes, it <laughs> really is. <laughs> That's okay. Are you ready for me to tell you a story? Yes, I am. Great. It's not that in depth because it is Thanksgiving week and I like forgot. So I did like didn't have as much time to research as I wanted to. Whatever. So sometimes you just have those weeks. I get it. Yeah. <sighs> So I keep dropping my stress ball like off the table onto my lap. It's really annoying. Just trying to escape. Okay. So today we are going back overseas to Ireland and I'm going to be talking about Leap Castle, which is the world's most haunted castle. Have you, do you know about this? Yes, I do. Okay. And in fact I, I think that I think that to them it's pronounced Lep. I'm so sorry. So it's Lepcastle. It is okay. So Lepcastle is a castle in Cool Derry. Cool Derry? Cool Derry. I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm I like so Cool Derry. Yeah. Well the town I went to high school in was Derry. So it's Cool Derry. It's the cooler <laughs> Derry. In County Offaly, Ireland. So this castle is generally regarded as old as shit. Uh huh. Yep. But no one really knows exactly when it was built. Okay. Um. So there's kind of like anywhere from the 13th century to the late 15th century. So like there's like a 200 year span where they're just like it's probably built during this time, probably around 1250, which is a f- old as fuck dude. old as
1: fuck confirmed
0: so it's old as shit um it has a long history and it was built by the o'bannon clan and i am not going to try to pronounce the irish name i'm really sorry i don't know irish at all it
1: That's did fair.
0: have an original name and it was named after the bannon so it was called the lep of the bannons And the O'Bannons were the secondary chieftains of the territory. So they weren't first in charge, but they were second in charge. And they ruled under the O'Carroll clan. Okay, cool. There's also some, like, evidence that the main tower was built on the same site as an ancient stone structure possibly ceremonial in nature oh boy and the area has been occupied consistently since the iron age 500 bce and possibly since the neolithic times so this area has just been populated for the longest time and someone built something before the tower was built in
1: 1200 that they built and then they built that right over the top of it it. yeah wow okay
0: so it's old as shit Mm -hmm. um so after it was built it was in the uh o'bannon family and it kind of changed hands a few times some not by choice you know there was um some wars some conquering and for like 400 years it just like kind of got passed around and in 1922 the irish civil war was going on and there was an attempt to burn the castle down to the ground and There was some insurance money going around, and someone settled for somewhere less than a million dollars in today's money. Wow. Or actually, this article was 2018's money. Okay. I got this from Wikipedia also, by the way. hmm So it basically just sat abandoned for a really long time, and in 1974, the ruined castle, it was like ruined mm. it was bought by australian historian peter bartlett um whose mother had actually been abandoned oh. so directly directly related to the original builders of the castle sick um which is very cool yeah so bartlett and together uh together with a uh a builder i guess he was his f- friend joe sullivan um started extensive restoration work on the castle until the time of peter bartlett's death in 1989 so they did 15 years of restoration on the castle Mm -hmm. and then in 1991 so two years after his death um the castle was sold to a musician musician sean ryan and Sean his wife, Ryan. Sean Ryan, musician, okay. and his wife, Anne. And they have continued the restoration work up until today. And it's now, I believe, open for tours nice. and stuff. So you can go visit this castle now, which is very cool. That's so old, man. That is <laughs> so, so old. old. I already Dude, think like the 1600s is hella old. And then like... I know. When... Dude, when I was in England, I, like, that was one of the things that I was just, like, blown away by how old everything was. They're like, yeah, the Tower Bridge has been here for a little bit, but, like, there's all this shit next to it that's just been chilling here for, like, 400 extra years, and you're like,
1: okay. But things didn't exist back then.
0: Yeah. So, very strange. Very strange. So... The main part, the main haunted part, I guess. Okay, so now we're going to move on to ghosts. Yay! So the main part of the castle is called the chapel. It's the chapel, so, you know, very heavily religious back then. So the chapel was, like, part of the, you know, like, the nicest part of the castle. Um, Has recently... I, I mean recently in like the ca- past couple hundred years, has gotten the nickname the Bloody Chapel.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So during the fifteen hundreds, there was a power struggle between um in the O'Carroll family, which was the number one family in the region. So resulting from this, there was a priest and he was leading a sermon and his brother came in in the middle of service and just ran up to him with a sword Uh. and stabbed him and left his brother to bleed out and die on the floor in front of all of his family and his congregation. Great. Okay, what the fuck? Yeah, so this guy's brother just straight up came in and murdered him in front of everybody. Yikes, do they know why? What I assume is, like, the family had split, you know, like, ideals or whatever it was, and they were on opposite sides, and they were literally driven to, like, kill the opposition because you don't believe in what I believe in. Ah, okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense. And he's actually a fairly popular ghost. So this priest is said to still, like, give sermons um, and he'll like turn like light the candles and stuff in the top window of the castle where he was, Ooh. even when it was abandoned. So there would like constantly be like a flickering candle in the window when like no one was living there for like seventy years. Weird. Yeah. Cool. So there's that. Another really cool thing about the Bloody Chapel is during renovations. Of the castle in the late 1900s workers found an obliette within the walls of chapel o-u-b-l-i-e-t-t-e obliette, and it was like just like a weird like hole in the wall and it led down to a shaft and at the bottom of the shaft were many human skeletons amassed <gasps> on wooden spikes oh did they had like did they have like a um Fuck. It's like a spike pit. Yeah. So they had a trap door.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say trap door.
0: Yeah, they had a trap door oh, and the O'Carrolls would just like drop people. Through the trap door. Oh, I'm sorry. Eight feet below onto the fucking spikes and there they would just die. So they like, the workers like had to clear it out. Oh my it God. Three cartloads to move the bodies, <gasps> and it amassed to about 150 skeletons. So, 150 bodies.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> they have since filled in the pit. Yeah. <laughs> so, no one goes in
1: there, you mm-hmm. know? God, that'd be the scariest room if they yeah, hadn't filled you- it in.
0: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't even a room. It's literally a pit, and at the bottom of the pit, well, there's yeah. spikes. Someone just dug a trench a hole in the floor. Not even a trench. It's a hole in the floor. And then they're like, I don't like you. But to like a hundred and fifty people. Yeah. Yeah. And um Well They found like obviously, you know, people died with everything that they had on them. Um, so there was like a pocket watch found. You know, Ooh. in that time. And it dates from like the mid eighteen hundreds. Cool. So it was like semi recently. I was gonna say that's Compared also very to the recent. age of this castle. So that has been used for like a while. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> that's insane. Oh man. Yeah. Okay, so that's the Obliette. There's another legend. That at one point, have you watched Game of Thrones? I watched season
1: one and half of season two, but yes. Okay, never mind then. Oh, okay.
0: Okay, so the O'Carrolls, they overtook the castle from the Bannons at one point. Okay. So that's why most of these stories are about them. Because they were like, we own you. So legend has it that the O'Carrolls hired another clan. So another outside, a third party. To assist them in battling against one of their rival clans. So, you know, they, like, hired some mercenaries and they were like, hey, like, can you come help us? And they're like, okay, cool. So they, like, beat that clan, whatever. And they all went back to the castle for a feast within Lep Castle. So, of course, the clan was like, yeah, sure, we helped you. Um, so they all, you know, go to the castle, eat a nice meal, and then die over dinner because they were all poisoned. Okay. Rip. So there was over 40 men who had attended this banquet and Oof. were poisoned <laughs> by the feast, by the food that they ate as a celebration. Yikes. That's brutal. And all of this was said- to be a way to avoid the O'Carrolls from paying okay. so they just like didn't want to pay killed. their bill so they got hired to help kill these other guys and they did and then they all went back to celebrate and the the guys who did the hiring were like oh shit we maybe actually can't do this and they're like let's just kill them all instead yep. yeah okay wow yeah nice which is very fun it's very fun um that is so if you something. if you are an assassin for hire
1: that is a very good way to handle your person hiring you not paying
0: you you can just kill them accept payment up front actually with all commission work accept payment up front <laughs> <laughs> yes assassination is a commissioned job <laughs> I'm sorry. I dropped my stress ball. I have to get it.
1: Okay. I've got my squishable. My
0: little plague doctor. He's got a hat and a little lantern. I love him so much. I can't believe. I can't believe. Okay. I I need him. Okay. Gotta get one. (sighs) I know I will. Okay. So, the last thing I want to talk about is, okay, so there was a woman in the early 1900s, a Mrs. Darby. And she had a fascination with the occult and regularly tried to speak with the ghosts there, do seances, maybe even summon some, you know, people say demons. Hmm. And she always felt like she could see something there. There was like a presence very much known to her, which is fine. And like multiple presences, like ghosts, regular things and um after a while she was like standing at her balcony and she like feels someone tap her shoulder so she like turns around and sees this like she literally calls it like a hideous monster and it just like leers over her and then disappears so it has been nicknamed it oh that's creative very clever and um, Come there on. is, I feel like there's some debate about what it is. I saw some sites calling it an elemental, and Ooh. I saw other sites just calling it a manifestation. And I think I'm more inclined to think about it as a manifestation, because it was in the early 1900s you know so the castle had already been around for 500 years 700 years 700 years you know Mm -hmm. there there was already a lot of bad shit going on and i think because mrs darby had probably people who were like-minded coming in and they all managed to like put their energy into manifesting this like just disgusting like like the worst monster that they could imagine basically
1: yeah yeah
0: but like now that it's there it basically has haunted the place since then sure it's there but like people come in and they feed it with their energy and like shit like that
1: yeah Yeah. if you believe that something is there you're going to see
0: something exactly one of the theories yeah Exactly, which is why I have such an interesting theory about BuzzFeed Unsolved. Oh, what do you think that
1: like BuzzFeed Unsolved is like creating tulpas or something?
0: Dude, that would be great. (laughs) <laughs> no um it's more specifically doing uh relating to like the two characters so there's ryan and shane yes um and ryan is a skeptic and shane is a believer and when they're together they're like yelling and like trying to like intimidate ghosts and like i feel like if you're hunting ghosts or trying to talk to them not hunting necessarily hunting i know i i I, I use that word loosely. Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: Um, I mean, you go mushroom hunting. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, So if you're foraging for ghosts. <laughs> yes. I am going to say that.
0: Foraging for on. ghosts.
1: Foraging for ghosts. Shit, I'm writing that down. I'm writing uh, write that down. <laughs>
0: down. Write that down. <laughs> so if you're foraging for ghosts, <laughs> generally speaking, I feel like trying to, like, get a rise out of them is never the proper way. It's never the way that you would... like ever get a response from a ghost
1: yeah and if you do get a response it's not going to be pleasant and then you're going to be the person who's
0: like there's a demon Ah." exactly so like (laughs) when they're together they never see anything blah 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 blah. but then like they will split up and shane will like go off down the corridor and like he's seen stuff he's like caught stuff on the spirit box and like i'm like yes it's because like the ghosts i feel like know that he is willing to listen to what they have to say yeah which is so dumb to think about but no
1: i mean that's why like a lot of i mean that's why i'm like so excited to read this magazine that has uh amy and adam in it because that's i mean yeah. that's what kindred spirits is like that's what their whole thing is yeah so yeah, I really respect that. And that's the whole thing with like, um, you kind of get that vibe from like Hellier too. Exactly. Like the Hellier team investigates very similarly to that.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's it. That's the Lep Castle, and um, that's the world's wow. most haunted castle. And I'm sure there's more stories, but yeah, we can maybe go into it in in another time.
1: Okay. So we just like fed it a bunch of like energy, thinking that like something was going to be there for like however many years,
0: and now it is. And now yeah. people
1: are like seeing things. You think that's what it is
0: with like the the entity that they don't know what it is and what they call it an elemental. Yeah, I don't think it's an. Yeah, I think I don't think I've, it's an elemental. I like the sound of it, but like, I that sounds don't think cool. It fits. Yeah, but no, I think it's really a manifestation of energy, and okay. I, yeah, like I do think it, but I do, I do think there's probably other ghosts in this castle like the priest that got murdered and shit and he's just still up in his little room above the chapel with his candle his candle Mm -hmm. yeah that seems completely plausible to me like yeah a mix yeah um there was another um there was a mention of like a little girl ghost that is popular haunting which is always gross yeah and then a lady in red which like Ooh. I saw mention of, but I didn't look up specifically. So again, maybe I'll do a second part on this.
1: Yeah, or or you if you want, um Oh. Uh, yeah, we were supposed to do a little weird this week. It's Thanksgiving. We got so oh, much fucking God. shit going on. <laughs>
0: too um much
1: shit. maybe maybe you could do that for the little weird or something or Okay,
0: yeah. Next That's month's a good idea. A Little Weird.
1: Yeah. yeah. Just like to look up a few stories and just do those. Yeah. That's okay. an idea. Nice. Thank you.
0: You're welcome.
1: I, like, know of that place, but I did not remember any of the stories. So Yeah.
0: Well, thanks to Nick, because he gave me the idea. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Proud. So, Nick is my husband. I love him. He gives us In good ideas. In case anyone was wondering. Yeah. Okay. Well, um... Since I know you're going to take a second to look through that, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. Sure. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Holy shit. All right, let's see. All right, do you want to talk about edibles some more? I would love to talk about edibles some more.
1: Word. Okay. Um, I thought that maybe we had talked about them enough, but um, I read through a little bit of this real quick, and it seems like this is stuff that we haven't talked about yet, so... Again, this comes from the issue of High Times that I picked up today. It is the science issue. So, this is the science of edibles. Consuming edibles is one of the best ways to maximize cannabinoids and potency with little waste. Which is true.
0: Yeah, we've definitely talked about that, yeah.
1: Yes. Show. So. <coughs> um, so what are edibles? Edibles are food or treats infused with cannabinoids and terpenes via infused butter or oils such as coconut MCT or sunflower oils. Some edibles are made with extracts like distillate or rosin and they come in many forms. Baked goods, confectionery delights or even meals in fine dining establishments. The last example though doesn't usually feature high potency foods as the cannabis component is usually used to enhance the flavor of a meal and most of the THC is cooked off. But baked foods and confections have been known to blow away even the most veteran of smokers. There are stories of some of them thinking that they would be high forever and giggling like a baby even after 12 hours of sleep, which checks yeah. out. Yeah,
0: yeah, we know. Yes. Um, we know.
1: <laughs> fun fact, one of the first times I ever actually got high, I felt like I was high for maybe like two or three days.
0: Oh my god, really?
1: Yes. Yeah, my brain, my brain just felt really off for a very long time. Wow. Yeah, it was... Not pleasant. So, uh, take it easy, folks. Take
0: it easy. Hold shit. Take it easy.
1: So why are edibles so potent? Ingesting edibles is one of the most effective ways to consume cannabis, but not all people are affected the same. This is due to the process that occurs when we eat cannabinoids. Edibles are very potent and effective because of the way our bodies metabolize cannabinoids. The metabolism of THC is a complex function involving decarboxylation, conjugation, and epoxidation yeah epoxidation Mm, mm -hmm. these functions occur within our own body as well as in the outside world decarboxylation occurs when the thca sheds a carboxyl group of carbons activating delta 9 thca into delta 9 thc we've okay we've talked about Mm -hmm, that
0: before mm -hmm. yeah we know about that
1: yeah this is usually the result of heat and time um in our stomach and liver the other two processes take place Epoxidation in the stomach and conjugation in the liver turn delta-9 THC into 11-hydroxy delta-9 THC, which is 20 times more potent than THC.
0: Oh. Okay.
1: Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's really interesting. Um, THC is oxidized by the ze- xenobiotic metabolizing cytochrome P450 and mixed function oxidases. 2C9, 2C19, and 3A4, which then perform the function of rapidly converting THC into a much more potent compound. CBD levels out or cancels THC's effects by inhibiting the activity of THC metabolites, reducing the effect of THC in the endocannabinoid system. Mm -hmm. And then it says, how's that for science?
0: That's science. That is. Get wrecked. I will try. That's really cool, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah
1: should you take edibles is the next section hmm
0: probably with caution like probably we
1: with yeah let's see
0: all mind-altering substances
1: oh oh yeah it's pretty much it pretty much just says um yeah if you're trying to avoid smoking if you don't want to like smoke flower um it's easier to do at home if you can't smoke at home yeah that's pretty much what that says Um, the next section is how to make cannibals at- cannibals. How do I
0: make edibles at home? Step one of making cannibals at home. Kill your spouse and eat them. Oh, So Now you're the cannibal. Yeah, you're making cannibals (laughs) at home. Are you not the cannibal in this situation? Fucking Frankenstein
1: ass bullshit. (laughs) Okay. How do I make edibles at home? Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Um, I'm probably not going to read this whole thing because it's a lot of like temperatures and stuff like that. But can be done in a variety of ways. It's important to note that for medical use only, organic and solvent-free methods of growing and extraction should be used. One of the easiest methods to make edibles and even topicals is by using infused oils. Different oils have different types and levels of fats. These fats are what THC binds to and how it enters our lipid system. Coconut oil is best for this reason as it contains 84% saturated fat, making it the most potent oil for cooking and making topicals. The higher the fat content, the more THC the oil can absorb and the more potent the end product is.
0: That makes sense.
1: That does make sense. I
0: hate coconut oil
1: though. I love coconut oil. So I'm okay with all this.
0: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> What's, probably avocado oil would probably have a decent amount of fat in it too, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like butter is still around like 78% fat.
1: Probably, yeah. Um, and then it talks about decarb oxalating your cannabis, yes. which is um, relatively complicated. I recommend that you Google that if you actually want to do it, but you do have to decarb your cannabis before you cook it it's or before you cook with it. It's just
0: activating the THC yeah
1: right? that's pretty okay. much yeah that's pretty much what it is um, I think it's converting it's converting the THC into THCA
0: or vice right? versa
1: or vice versa yeah something yeah. like that uh, and then you infuse your butter you pretty much just put your decarbed cannabis in a cheesecloth and then you put it into the container with whatever oil or fat you're using and it says that a quarter ounce of cannabis to a quarter cup of oil is a good start but you should have fun and experiment with it. So I guess that's a good base. And then depending on how much you feel like eating or how strong you want it to be, you should just kind of mess with it.
0: That makes sense.
1: Yep. You can also use distillate or rosin and you can combine it with a kind of can, with like candy or oil and emulsify it. Which is weird. I've never thought of doing that.
0: Yeah, man. That's how they make gummies and shit.
1: Oh, weird. Well, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. It says, rosin can be made at home with the use
0: of a rosin press or even a hair straightener. Oh, yeah. Weird. You know what those are also called? Poverty dabs? You literally, you <laughs> take a little dabs. piece of wa- uh, wax paper, you put your weed in the middle, and you hair straighten it until all of the wax comes out in a little little bit of oil. And you can dab that. Yeah. Wow. Cool. I did not know that. Yeah. That's
1: awesome. Yeah. So once you once you have your oil or your fat, then you use that to uh, make whatever thing you're baking or cooking or whatever. Use and then caution. And you get high from it. Yes. So <laughs> use caution. So if you are – Jeff and I actually talked about this recently because he made brownies and um, he was like – oh well how much should i use and i was like i don't know you might want to do like half and half like half medicated butter half regular butter because i'm gonna want to eat a lot
0: Mm-hmm. that's what happened with the apple crisp man i was like yes. i don't really want to eat this too all good. except for- but it's so good dude
1: <sighs> yep so if you're making something really good that you're gonna want to eat a ton of use a lower dosage that's what i'm saying
0: that's some sage advice
1: yes oh man i really want to start a second podcast called that but somebody already took it
0: stupid i bet their name isn't sage
1: probably not dude but yeah that is your medication thanks oh, to thank you. High, times. Thanks, high times
0: thanks high times
1: thanks high times and you're welcome
0: hey <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> great great That's great well then do we have anything else to say to our beautiful and wonderful listeners
1: no besides um
0: keep an eye out for the moth pit and yes. hydrate or die yes drink tons of water smoke weed hail satan yes
1: yeah and check out our website yeah it's yourbrainonweird.squarespace.com and all of our social media links are there and links to where you can donate if you are interested in helping the show and thus helping our network grow a little bigger.
0: Yay! That's so exciting. Hell yeah! That's such an exciting process. Hell
1: yeah! I'm very stoked. I'm even more excited because of the people.
0: Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> we've met a lot of really cool people through this. So
1: it was going to be some cool stuff. Well, we are. So we already have. I would. I would be. It would be rude of me not to uh, say our first very first other network member besides us. Chris. Yeah. Uh, Chris. <laughs> Chris. Chris hosts The Eternal Void but with jazz. It's a really great show. I just listened to it for the first time the other day. I listened to the one with Sarah in it. Our friend Sarah. So I highly recommend you go and listen to that. It pretty much just is weird ramblings with jazz music. And it's very good. And Chris is an incredible host, and he has really interesting guests on. Chris also has a really nice podcast voice, Six. so if you just want like a nice voice to listen to,
0: well, go listen to Chris. So yeah, keep an eye out for that,
1: and check out our website and rate us on Apple Podcasts if and when you get a chance is also very helpful. Yeah. Other than that, I got nothing. Oh All right, no. Oh okay. Wait, what? If you have stories, send them to us as well. <laughs>
0: There's a link on our website where you can submit your personal stories.
1: It's right there in front of your face. When you first go to the website, it's right there. It's like, have you experienced something weird? And you're just like, huh?
0: I have done something (laughs) weird before. Done something weird? If you've done something (laughs) weird before.
1: Gotta do want to hear about it too.
0: Please tell us about it.
1: Yeah, we want to know. I
0: literally anything. (laughs)
1: Literally anything. Well, all right, that's it. Thank you so much for listening to our show and uh thank you for your support thus far if you're still listening thank you so much i'm jess and i'm sam and this has been your brain on weird a little extra weird bye